I invented yeah. a straw, a type of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> My family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair it used to be gone. So if it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. So much, so much frothing. So much frothing. <laughs> I didn't even get stomped in the dick. That's my junk. Yeah, put it away. It's... What Minecraft? I think the recorder's like a, a gateway instrument. It's like they want to get you into um, music at school, but they want the soft entry into music. And it's like everybody would love this. You can play Mary Had a Little Lamb. We're going to link music with your childhood memories. And then it's the gateway to getting hooked on other instruments. And some people take it up and some people don't. Some it's people also just like a $5 musical instrument as well. Like yeah. you, you yeah. can't start everyone on violin because not everyone has $10,000 to buy a violin. Yeah, and no one starts out on cocaine. Like that's not really your first drug. You want something cheap that grows in the backyard, you see. Like, it's the gateway, <laughs> musical instruments. Then you need the high-end shit. There we go. Speaking of um, cocaine, Taylor Hawkins died. Very sad. Drummer of the Foo Fighters. Legendary musician. Um, I was talking to a mate about this and he's like, did you hear that his heart was like five times the size of, an, of a normal person's heart? It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, mate? He's like, oh, hang on. This is a true story. This isn't a joke. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, hang on. No, maybe that was Farlap. And then I was like, how the fuck do you, you mix up Taylor Hawkins with Farlap? But it got me thinking. Apparently Farlap's heart was like five times the size of a normal heart. When you do heaps and heaps of cocaine, your, your heart goes like, duh, 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 duh. and you know, it's like pumping iron. It gets big. So Farlap was on the juice. That's what we figured out by this idiot confusing Taylor well, Hawkins with Farlap. I, I, and I watched um, Warney's funeral, a bit of that at the G, and everyone that had, everybody had nice things to say about Warney said he had a massive heart. So, you know, we could be onto something here. <laughs> yes, he would have had a huge heart. He had a big heart, Warney. Uh, he wasn't a nice guy. It's just from, on account of all the cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> just like to keep a clean schnoz. Um, welcome back to One Off The Wood. We are Woo. podcasting from different states again. I'm Wazza, that's like Andy. Our, pro, our pronouns are shit, shat and shart, if you'd like to refer to us going forward. Um, Speaking of pronouns, like I haven't, if, you've, you know, if you identify as something and you've got a different pronoun, I've got a, a tip for you. Uh, how about identifying as someone with a decent personality? <laughs> Maybe give that a go. Have you met anyone with pronouns? That, has you ever met anyone that said, hi, I'm Waza and uh, these are my pronouns? My name's None? Waza. Uh, so at my work, everyone puts their pronouns in in their like um, uh, fucking email the signature. Uh, but uh, I'm yeah. yet to in see... In their signature. I'm, ne- I'm <laughs> yet to see one that I couldn't pick from the photo. So I don't think... That, I think if you can look at it and, like, and just know what your pronoun is... You probably don't need to add your pronoun. Um, so I'm looking forward to actually someone that I'm like, oh, I'm not, not sure here. It, it might work out because there's a few people with androgynous names like Andy or Alex, you know, and if you don't have the profile, it might be or nice to just whack in there. You know, Peter. She, 
Shish him. Peter. Yeah, with an A. Not many blokes with spelling it Peter right at the moment. P-T-A, yeah. is it? Uh, no, look, we're all supportive of all the pronouns out there. And if you've got different pronouns and you listen to one off the wood, then we're, you're all right with us. You're welcome to the to the party. Um, speaking of one off the wood, I am back in the west of Australia, the big state, and I've got myself some Geordie Bay Brewing Co. I'm on the Pale Ales. I actually released a new tin, the Windmill Hazy Mid, which I'm used to not not um not got my lips around as yet. So look out for that. Link in and all of our description bios. Get the tins, get the cans. Because of course, <clears throat> half of this podcast is sponsored by the Geordie Bay Brewing Co. I I love What's the, the beer. Other half I think it's delicious. By? The other half doesn't have a sponsor. <laughs> but I've got off the wood today. I'm, uh, I've got a a chew high. The, uh, these have started to turn up in bottle shops. It's Japanese. Um, Japanese alcohol. It's mixed with vodka. This one, which they don't need to do, but um, like a rice wine, like a sake, or is it just? Yeah, just I, I think it's a rice um, liquor. Sh- sho- shochu, but when, a when rice I, liquor. Is yeah. that a, 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 a go on. Yes, that joke was inferred. Liqueur. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, it's uh, when I was in Japan, we used to drink it. They'd have chew high nights and be very cheap and you'd get very drunk on it. So a lot of good memories drinking chew highs. And these things are like uh, real party starters, like 6% uh, and they go down. They, you buy them in um, like in Japan, just out of the vending machines everywhere. Lemon chew high. Yeah, yeah so with this uh, global economy shitting itself, Aussie yen is uh, through the roof as well, trading at above 93 at one point, maybe even into the 94s. So those will be cheap to import. Or anyone heading to Japan, book your shit now and pay for it yeah, before very, the dollar very, corrects itself. Very interesting conversation. Um, <laughs> should we? What else can you tell us about the global markets? Like what? Because that's people tune in; they want to know movers and shakers, global currency markets. Just give us the five-second shakedown of what's happening out there. Uh, the, I'm not sure if you're aware that Russia <laughs> has invaded Ukraine. What? What? It's wild. They want more of it. Uh, Putin wants it back. I think he thinks it was his originally. I don't know the ins and outs, but at the moment, Putin in Russia. Let's say, look, you and I have known each other for, well, north of a decade. Maybe I wouldn't even know how to calculate the years. Let's call it a long time. If I borrowed your surfboard at the start of our relationship and I just kept it and kept it and kept it, would you one day walk in and take it back knowing it was yours originally and I didn't ask for it. Yeah, I could acquire that again. How many, have you got one of my surfboards? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, no, that's man. my property. You've just had it online. Yeah. There's no squatters rights, I don't think. I don't know property. if that's relevant to the whole Russia-Ukraine thing. I think, you know, the Ukrainian prime minister is, is like an ex-comedian. So it's probably yep, fit. at the moment he's doing a pretty good job of being a current comedian. Yeah, but like, on in no way, shape, or form is the job comedian um, set you up to do the job as prime minister. Like I don't see any overlap other than maybe public speaking. But yeah, you know he's not learning skills for this job. I think Trump was laughable, but he was also like. He, he had a, an agenda and he stuck to it and he's quite um, well informed, you know. And he was brain, an alleged businessman as well. So he wasn't just a, an entertainer. 
But this this uh, this Joker from the Ukraine, Zelensky. Zelensky. I don't know his full backstory. I just know that he used to be a comedian. But like at some point, he's in negotiations with Russia, right? Yep. And there's like I don't think it quite went down like that. But hey, like, we might come over. Nah. But, uh, surely over the years they're talking. Like I'm just wondering, is it is there some is he just like not cut out for this job? He's missed a meeting, and all of a sudden he's been, you know, being bombed. Or is it just complete surprise to him that Russia has come over? What do you think? I don't really know. We might have to uh, hit up um, our Ukrainian friends actually, who are on turgid times on this podcast. Are they from the Ukraine? Uh, Ollie, oh, Ollie's fuck. from the Ukraine. Yeah, so I might. Um, they don't reach out and get us some input because we hundred percent shed some more light. Sure, sure. They live in the states, though, don't they? Like they do, Washington, Washington, state. Fuck yeah, could anyway. be potentially. Well, thanks for the world. Look, we're not a politics podcast. Um, what sort of <laughs> podcast? Tell you what we are. We're. I'll tell you what we are. We're a frothing podcast. Um, massive frothing podcast. People listen in because they want to know the froths and. Um, I think maybe more than people listening to know what the froths are. I need this to get the froths out. Get them out because it's, it's well known if you don't over. if you don't get the froth out, it can build up, and then you don't know how it's going to come out. Um, you might all end up in hospital. Health issues. All sorts yep. of health issues. Backed up froth tanks is not good. Not no, good at all. Good. Clean it out. And as we talked about with Gilly as well, you got to let the froth out while it's fresh because like a beer poured at the bar. You know, the froth dwindles and so you've got to really, you know, yes. chug it chug it while it's um while yeah. it's fresh. A fresh froth two weeks ago doesn't have the same sting in the storytelling, does it? versus nah. the froth that happened nah, today doesn't. or this week. I got an old froth for you though, because it's been a while since we potted. Um and it was going to the MCG as a uh as an MCC member. I pay my membership every year to live in the West, but I went back to the footy at the G and I tell you what, fucking hell, it is a different experience, especially in the MCC. If anyone goes to Melbourne or, or like you're from Melbourne, you haven't been, go along, do the MCC tour, like during the week, if you're going to be tourists, it's amazing like to go through the, the stadium and the history and it's all sorts of sports, not just footy, like obviously cricket and what have you, but going into the members lounge with, uh, with my old man, you know, we get in there early, have one off the wood and it's like... As many R.M. Williams uh, boots kicking around as you can. No one's wearing masks. 60,000 people. Padded seats. Full strength beer out of a glass. Tapestries on the wall. Mate, it's like the patriarchy in action. There's about 10% girls in there. And there's no fucking little kids kicking around. Like no no fucking annoying kids because they they haven't... Uh, they just, they're on a 30-year waiting list. So you've basically got to be 30 to get in. That's um, smart. At the moment. That is it's, smart. Yeah, it's... It is mint. It's high. It's like a high-end hotel in the fifties. You know, you imagine you know, people ushering in, Mister Hepworth, welcome, um, and no fucking shit supporters in from one-eyed cities or states like, like Perth, where you go to the footy and the other team. You know, the ball goes out of bounds off the other team, and everybody in the crowd goes deliberate, deliberate. It's just gone out of bounds. It's just ridiculous. The ball goes out of bounds and everyone's like, oh, yep, that's out of bounds. Definitely not a free kick because they've fucking kept honest because there's two teams. People are barracking for two teams. So Adelaide, I'm looking at you, Perth. What if the two teams are playing? How do they deal with that? I don't know. They Maybe they just like, oh, well, it's usually, actually, I do know. It's it's one of their home teams. So if it's West Coast home game, then there's 90% West Coast supporters there. 
Right. It's a Frio home game, 90 cents. So they just yell at like fucking idiots that they are. See, it was fucking, it got me real frothing. Going to the MCG, watching the footy from the MCC. The D's still undefeated. Yeah. So just while we're on AFL, I was walking down Punt Road uh, a couple of weeks ago after Collingwood won. And you know the pub that's near Richmond Station, but on Punt Road that looks to the MCG? It's a real shithole. I think there may be a whorehouse next door. Uh, the Royal? Potentially. Yeah. The, whore, the whorehouse is further down. But anyway, Collingwood had just won, and I have never seen such a scene of debauched, like drunken <laughs> retards. Uh, in, in, like in a long time, I forgot, I forgot that people get that drunk. Like when people we were, love footy. People love footy, but Collingwood fans really love footy. There was a guy laid, like he had a suit and uh, like a, a shirt and slacks on. He was laying in his own vomit while his mate was trying to hold him up. Another kid like came bailing out and like was fighting his mate, play fighting and fell onto the ground. Some kid came up to me and was like, hey man, got any, got, got any vape? I was like, I don't have a vape. And if I did, I'm not sharing it with you. We get further down the corner and there's another two people like passed out underneath a park bench and they're all Collingwood fans. And I thought it was just a joke that Collingwood fans are a, a mess. But it's, <laughs> nah, that's it's correct. I think very correct. It got me frothing though, but that's not my froth. I don't want to waste it. Are we just frothing all podcasts? How many do I I think get? we might be frothing all podcasts. I've got bar snacks for later, but I don't know if we'll get there. But that's no. a good froth. What got you frothing about that? Why were you excited? There's two things. Passion? Well, uh, passion, yes. To, to, you know, sometimes you hear rumours and you think it's made up, but, you know, it turns out the Collingwood rumour is true. And third, I forgot that people get that drunk. Like, I, you know, when you're like 17, 18, the, the type of drunk that you can get. Yeah, you've got to find the edge. Yeah and, you, yeah, and then you spend your rest of your life doing everything you can to avoid being that drunk. But just to see so many people at that edge, yeah, I was like, it really took me back. To a simpler time. <laughs> Fucking crazy. No, nah, that's good. How old were these people? Were they youngins? Like, were they, they out and about? Yeah, no, they were early 20s. Not, not, not like 18, but probably 19 to 23. Because I think... But there were some old that, degenerates as well. The 20s, they've missed, like, those times. You know, pubs have been closed. They've yeah. missed the footy for a few years. And they've missed out on, like, you can get as blind as you want in your lounge room and you just have to sit on your couch. There's no commute. Like, you can pass out on the floor. Like, you can drink yourself to a stupor and it's okay. You're in a safe space. But <laughs> now this generation's obviously got to take themselves to the public. And it's a new, it's it's yeah. an extra element. They've got to get as fuck-eyed as they can, but also they've got to commute. And then, you know, you can't just pass out in the street. Oh, he you know, was, someone yeah. will... Yeah. So these kids that turned 18 in COVID, they've been getting blind drunk and just crawling to their bedroom, safe as houses. Yep. They don't have to like yep. Wait. <laughs> get themselves to a fucking train station covered in vomit, <laughs> trip over, hit your head on a stool and then crawl into the wrong train, end up 50 kilometers from home. It's, it's fucking dangerous out there for a 20-year-old. It's a dangerous time. It's exciting for them. I'm excited. And obviously you've seen it in action. So yeah, good on that. I think Shout I might have... to the Pies fans. Early COVID, I think I got... One night I probably got old-fashioned drunk just at home and and pretty much had to crawl to bed. But again, complete safe as houses, really. Unnoticeable, paralytic. <laughs> yeah, you roll in. You're never 20, 20 paces from the um from the shower. And, you know, like, worst case, just take your clothes off and just get, get around in the nude. You're fine. Exactly. Do a bit of shirt cocking. 
Bit of shirt cocking. That's right. No, that's good. Have you got any more froths then? Oh, Have mate, you got a- I've got a real froth. It's fresh froth because I... Uh, blow blow the top off it. Go yeah. on. Well, this is a surf froth, so I don't know if everyone's across it, but I surfed Kira for the first time, which is a famous wave, right hand, sand bottom, fucking point break thing that, you know, was the stuff of legend in the 70s and 80s and 90s. But it's a... Cool, gone- cool and gatter. Cool the, and gatter. The Superbank, Snapper, Green Mount... Kira at the end. Kira at the end. And, mate, I, I rocked up to Queensland and the swell is good and pumping, but I dropped my surfboards off the roof in Sydney and cracked <laughs> them both. So I had two, both cracked. <laughs> Why? Gust of wind or you just, just slipped them? Uh, I did. I just balanced them precariously while I turned around to do something else and they fell off. It was really dumb. <laughs> it was so dumb. It yeah. was just terrible. And I didn't look at them. I was like, oh, that didn't sound very good. Then drove to from Sydney to the Gold Coast, and then I'm like, "Oh, we'll get the boards out and we'll go and get into a bit of surfing." I was like, "Both tails are cracked." The type of board it is, you can't surf them when they're cracked because they just suck in water. So I had to fix it. Anyway, I drove down and I like called you up because I was looking at Kira and I was like, "No one's surfing this wave." And to me, it looks like, you know, if you put this wave anywhere else in the country, it's as good as it as good as it gets. It's better than anything. It's maybe a bit fast for these Gold Coast people. I was like, do people surf this? Like, I rang you up. It's like, have you surfed it? Like, why is no one surfing this? And then, yeah. People want to make their waves. They, they want to go up where it's a bit more makeable, apparently. With like 10,000 other motherfuckers who, you know, you're likely to run you over and get a friggin' get your skull caved in or at least yelled at by Mark Ocalupo or something. But anyway, <laughs> next day, went back down after I fixed my board and it was just as good firing. I pretty much accidentally paddled to Kira. I tried to paddle out down at Greenmount and just looked around. I was like in front of the rock groin. I was like, oh, I've ended up at Kira by accident. I should have paid more attention. <laughs> Which is quite quite a good drift. That's, yeah. that's probably half a K at yeah. least. Yeah, it was like it was a massive sweep. And then I just yeah, popped around, probably took off on four waves that just outran me, paddled out, outran, outran, straight hand, and then just, just hooked into one. A bigger one that held up, got a barrel, like tucked into the barrel, bit of a chandelier section, came out and then over frothed because it was all in front of me and I did like... And pulled off? No, I didn't pull off. I just had four <laughs> ideas at once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so I went and did a half turn and fell off. But what I should have done is just kept going straight and lined up the next section. But yes. it was, but it's like it was, it was a good froth and it was good because Kira... You know, famous wave. Paddled out and did manage to get get tubed. I was I jumped on That's the surf pretty good line rewind. Make rate. Well, twenty yeah. percent. Oh, sorry, you got on the surf line rewind. Oh, I tried you watch to it? find it. I couldn't find it. It's like it's oh. too pulled back. I should look harder. Or but, did um, you find it and you just and it was like tail pad pit and nah. you weren't actually chandelier. I shut my <laughs> you were eyes. in front of you. Closed your eyes and like you know <laughs> got well, some I, foam in the face. There's always <laughs> it's always a chance. <laughs> That that's what it was. Oh, I know what day it is. I'm I'm gonna watch it the but whole day. <laughs> I did I did get a kudos on the paddle out because old mate who was floating around. He's like, oh, did you make that one? I was like, yes, I did make the barrel, and then I fell on the next bit. I, I couldn't couldn't take <laughs> yes. the kudos. But anyway, it was a heavy froth. I was in a, I needed it, and it was. I reckon. Uh, I reckon Kira's where it's at. Secret spot. Don't tell anyone. There are a few of these secret spots popping up in the middle of um, 
right under people's noses, you might exactly. say, Parco's nose. Uh, they, uh, they, that's like a bit of a froth because you're in Queensland. I yes. was in Queensland last week. We had a surf in Victoria. You've been living in Tassie. Like, yep. It's on. It's back. Oh, mate. We're we, back. We, we like, just speaking of frothing, living the vagrant lifestyle. We did three months in Tassie, month in Melbourne, caught up with you, had a little terrible surf down in Torquay. Then we were in Sydney for a week, and now we're up on the Gold Coast. Just been driving, like, driving. Driving in, like, torrential rainfall. But um, now I'm in Brisbane for a few nights. It's good. Madness. Fuck you, COVID. We yeah, do what we mate, want. Mate, we're on. <laughs> no, nah, we're back. It's it's actually six. So I've surfed a couple of states, what, three, four states this year already. So have you. You just got put whacked WA I, in there and you got five. I surfed pretty good. Bondi in all that as well. Yep. New South, Queensland, Vic, Taz. Oh, got to get to WA. Yeah, South Australia. Don't worry about it. But it is good to be back and traveling around. And I noticed like I'm actually real low patience for COVID at the moment because being in Tassie, I was, uh, you know, I rode the wave of Tasmania, everyone getting COVID, things were fine. Victoria, no one Rode the wave or footy. created the wave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, either way. Participated. Was, <laughs> party wave. Was it. it was a was party t- wave of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> it was a party wave. But, um, but that, and then like going to Queensland, no one gives a shit. Like the Queensland airport, there's no, no one's even wearing masks. It was... And then you get back to Western Australia and I finally see what people are on about. It's like, oh, people pointing at you, put your mask on. I've been channeling uh, a bit of my mate and who told me who's from Sydney reckons he hasn't worn a mask the whole pandemic. He goes, it's a bit awkward to start with, but you just like, you just get around woolies without a mask. People assume there's something wrong with you. And I'm like, I've been doing that. So I'm in Perth getting around woolies without a mask, all the shops. I only put it on when I'm told. And who tells you? Yeah, it, well, no one tells you at Woolies. They don't give a fuck. But like when no, you go to a surf want, shop or something. They don't want no trouble the, at Woolworths. No one wants conflict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the mask guy with the beard. Fuck. Don't want to talk to him. So but then like, when you off. go to a shop with one person in there, like the surf shop, then they're like, mate, have you got a mask? It's like, I do have a mask. But That's I just the if they're wearing a mask, then I don't think that you... Because now everywhere else, the shop people have masks on, but you don't. Yeah. But actually, Sydney... You don't use condoms if you know she's on the pill. Right, it's it's that's well, no 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 because the pill <laughs> is to stop babies, condoms stop babies oh, and right. stop okay. diseases. So it's like if masks had two uses, you could use that analogy. Um, okay, but I don't think they do. I don't think they've got one use <laughs> unless you're a doctor <laughs> performing surgery. Uh, but I, I've anyway, experienced off, a bit I'm, of that not, in in the Sydney trains because. I'm not clear if you're supposed to wear a mask, but everyone is. But I didn't even have a mask. So I'm just, you just get in, you get a few eyeballs over the mask. But your mate's right. Once you come to terms with who you are as a person, and that's a cunt who doesn't wear a mask, and if you're comfortable with that, then you're fine wherever you go. Yep, I'm on board. WA is not, I feel like I'm a, a COVID pioneer, but we're going to get there. I, I worked only a few months away from it takes two two to three months if you think like everything went fucking pear-shaped in tassie in january and then by like mid-feb no one even knew what covid was it was just quite hilarious really 
Yeah, that, and that's where we're at. So we'll, we'll get there. But I'm frothing on travel, holidays coming up. I've got a little trip down to Albany for Easter. Nice. I'm back on solo like road trips. I'm actually catching up with noobs who, uh, if you jump back a few episodes, is the star... Is that the correct... Um, uh, the guest. The, the guest. The narrator. The narrator of um, a story where he got kidnapped in Papua New Guinea with a couple of friends. is actually a fully a really hectic yarn. I've heard it before, uh, but didn't realise that it was over like sort of six, eight hours. And um, yeah, It's a hectic, episode, hectic yarn. If, if you only listen to one episode of our podcast go back and listen to um moon graffiti but then the second one you should listen to is is kidnapped in Papua new guinea uh yeah it is pretty it's a harrowing story and um he is the star of that story the narrator anyway well he's the star looking down the barrel of yeah anyway go and have a listen but he's um he's over from new zealand so catch up with him in albany and his family down there have a little Couple Sorry. surf trips and then after that, got long weekend back to back. Fuck yeah! Sorry, I just not. I didn't mean episode five moon graffiti. I meant episode four breast milk factories. I think up, right. that was our finest work up until that point. Um, then you can go and listen to kidnapped in Papua New Guinea. Sorry, interrupting the froth. Froth out. You're going to Albany. Tell me more. I've got stuff on, mate. I've got a trip booked down to Margs. Like everything's going on. It's it's just like good times ahead. I feels like anyway. Why don't you fly back over here? I've got 11 days off after Thursday in a row and we're just up in Queensland with a car. So, don't know. I'm going to try and surf 10 days in a row to get some numbers on the board. We're, we're doing... Yeah, a- we've been tracking our surfs this year. Um, the, the goal is 100 surfs, so that's eight and a little bit per month. I'm ahead of target, quarter to date. What are you on? Well, uh, I'm not doing that great. I have done one, two, one, two, 20. I've had 20 sessions. What is it? Okay. April. You got work to do. Yeah. You I'm gonna make be up for it in the thirties. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make up for it. Don't you worry. Um, I've had some time. I'm on I'm on thirty four currently, and this surfs ahead. So ahead of target. It's getting sun. Um, you're in Perth now, though. Something you can't surf in Perth. Shit house. Too many sharks. Yeah, it's it's been fucked. I pulled into closeouts on the weekend. I was like, God, it's horrible here. <laughs> the surfing. You got a body surf. Have you got bodyboard fins? Uh, like, no, I don't. Go on Facebook, get yourself some, and you will retire the surfboards. You don't need them. Like, especially where you live, like death closeouts with a pair of flippers, you're un- unbreakable, unstoppable, unbeatable. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> no, that's good advice. I'll, I'll look at doing it. Mate, if this I is get... fucking sage advice. Take it on. Do it. Get the um, rep- so, so 20, 2022, I think I was telling you at the start of the year, I don't know if we've talked about it on the potty, but I had a bit of a shit year last year just kind of felt like I treaded water with work and life and you know not surfing much and getting a bit fat and all this sort of stuff so I had like a really specific goals set out for this year and and chatting to like of all people Dan Firth in Tassie he's a great bloke for helping you with like what are you actually doing with your life um and and the goal (laughs) setting so uh people that know Dan might agree not agree with that but I, I really appreciate it and this year I'm sticking well to my goals, like the surfing thing. Mm-hmm. And two things I never thought I would become, I may have become. I like running now. I've running. been running a bit. So I'm a runner. Fuck yeah. And uh, longboarding, mate. I think I might be a longboarder. I yeah, think right. it's in me. I, 
I don't look at you and think of either of those things. I think they're very opposite to what you generally portray. Like you don't have a runner's yep. physique. You've got Thank more you. of a wrestler's physique. But I've seen your yep. times. You've been clocking like you've gone from a guy like an ex bull rider who can barely walk to clocking four yep. and a half minute Ks. So um, I like to think that my coaching has played a big part in that. Um, <laughs> it definitely has. A hundred percent, it has. Start slow, stretch. run slow, a bit high cadence, stretch. Just like don't push yourself. So I've run five minute five uh, Ks a couple of times, and I've got twenty six minutes, then twenty five minutes, and then I was running it about 23 minute pace today i was i was on i'm you know I'll pretty much be in the olympics by the time they come around next pretty close to it if there was like a old fat guy olympics you'd probably um win <laughs> uh, so sweet i think your next run not that this is like is this the running coach podcast go for it maybe it is i think you should do a, your longest run that you've done but do it slow do like six minute k's do like what's the biggest one you've done like six five four ever or lately? Lately. Uh yeah, just over five. I've not I've been un, I've been under your advice, not Well to I reckon push it. Give it give it a give it a day's rest, a bit of a stretch. Go out and do like a yep. seven or eight. Just slow. Okay. Slow. Yep. Don't push it. All right. Because then we'll you start to build out your uh your uh distance. That's the, that's <laughs> Good. Are you still on the running? I saw you throwing down crazy times. In um, you did park running. Oh, mate, I've I've been running not as much as I did last year. Last year I did twenty k's a week without fail, pretty much for most of the year. This year I've just been doing one or two a week. But yeah, I went to a park run and got like got in got too competitive. Like I thought I'd set a decent pace with this guy, and then like it's a five k run park run, pretty cool thing to do if you've got nothing to do on a Saturday morning, but. Yeah, three k's in, I was like, "Oh fuck, I've really overcooked it here," <laughs> but I can't, I don't, I can't let the guy behind me catch up. So I really clocked myself, but I nearly died at the finish line. But it was my my best time. I don't know what it was. You came in twenty two minutes something. Yeah, which you were zinging. I I remember looking at it like it was real quick, like twenty two fifteen or or something outrageous. Like that's it's quick, quick to you and me, but anyone that actually is good at running, they, I think they do like sub four minute kilometers yeah but context yeah i came fifth in the park yeah. run which i thought that was more impressive it is tassie though. <laughs> yeah exactly old beach tassie but i've been running a bit of my, my strava i'm trying to make sure i run every time in my new town so that people just can't you know it's like wow look at this guy he's running all over australia he is he running around <laughs> australia <laughs> why is he doing four kilometer circles <laughs> that seems like a long way to go I don't mind it. The park run concept's really good. If people aren't aware of it, look it up and you want to get around it. You know, it's not a race. You you can it's not. participate, walk, it's friendly. You have coffees afterwards. You meet good people down at park runs. Yes. Volunteers. My dad's into it. He got his T shirt that was like for a hundred park runs or five hundred park runs. Some number you, you get a you get a free. It's got to be a hundred. It's only fifty weeks in the year, Andy. <laughs> How long has he been doing park run? Ten years. Uh, it wouldn't be ten years. It must. He's, he's done it. Yeah, it maybe it's a hundred. Must be a hundred that you get a t-shirt, and it's a free t-shirt. But the t-shirt comes no. from comes from the UK, and you got to pay for the postage. Where does the money come from? And the post. Where does the money come from? It's volunteers <laughs> giving out their time. Who's funding this? I've seen no sponsorship. But the postage 
was like twenty dollars. <laughs> okay. So his free T-shirt cost twenty dollars to get it posted from the UK, but he's got his park run. I think it's a hundred. It's got to be a hundred. Yeah. Good on you, Grazo. Shout out to Grazo. Shout out to Graham. What else has got you frothing? Or is that the you uh, frothed out? No, I'm not frothed out. I <laughs> never frothed out. My Prado's coming. Is it I've though? Got a soft date. <laughs> talk us through. Ordered it. Talk us through what ordered. you've done though. Like before you talk about what, like, what was your plan? You got excited. You looked at the used car market. You're like, holy shit! I can sell my car for more than I paid for it, and then buy a new yep. one. And what a great plan! But the plan didn't work exactly it's going well so far so i made 15 grand on a used car that i drove for three years and spent it spent it all on ubers (laughs) yeah it's brilliant um things are going well so far my car is supposed to arrive in march march has come and gone but i'm on for july now they've given me a, a pretty good date i'm in the queue to be built it's not been built yet but i did start buying um buying shit for it um, immediately and like before christmas and mum and dad you know just said oh we'll buy some bloody seat covers so thanks to them and so i've been buying stuff and i was talking to harry today old um harry harry fish guts you know from harry fisher from cooking with wood cooking with wood fire That's to fork. One. yeah um coals to colon he um and i was just uh, chat, picking his brain about a few things but all the stuff i've bought so far for it is like now it's free because I already have it. It's been delivered and that money has long gone. And then when I get the car, I'll just start putting all this free shit on it. It's genius actually that it's taken so long. Yeah. It's sunk costs. It's money that's out the window. It's like paying for accommodation like before you go on a trip. It's like yeah. sunk cost. Um, just, just to rewind, when did you sell the car? September. September. So you have had no wheels from September to July, all the, all going well. Yeah, which might explain why I've spent six <laughs> weeks in Melbourne this year already as well. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I figured good opportunity to not need a car. Thanks, thanks for the. Uh, I've been driving Dad's two hundred series around. I took it down to Wilson's Prom. That's when I became a longboarder down at down at Wilson's Prom, surfing with NCO. Say, it's, it's not the only thing basically. that's been been keeping you in Victoria, has it? Is it? Bonjour, Petitou, nah. oui, oui, oui. <laughs> I've been learning languages. That's been getting me frothing. Fully, uh, what's that? Um, Bonjour, petit chou. Pourquoi tu me laisses pas lécher la vajoum? À la plage. À la plage. Yeah, oui. don't look that up or translate that. It won't work. Um, how's like speaking another language though? It's fully like cheat codes to life, isn't it? Like can, yep. you're not fluent in any other language. Is Mel speak a second language? She speaks a bit of Thai, but she goes through phases of being good at it and not being good at it how how is that possible i think like just spending time there she picks it up really quickly yeah because she studied it a bit and she is half thai so it must just be like encoded in her dna but then she'll forget most of it but yeah she's she yeah. picks it up quickly and she's got the right accent and stuff to do it yeah because yeah. it, it's it is like just the ability to learn another language to be like i don't know you got secret code. You can talk in front of people about other shit. Uh, I think it's a secret it's, weapon. It's cheat codes because if you think like another country is like the demo version of a game for me and you. Say you go to Japan, you get the demo version. You get like just the, the first couple of levels. But if you know the language, you unlock the whole 
game and all the worlds and all the secret worlds because you can talk to people, you can find shit out. It's like people are telling you where the secret mushrooms hidden. Yes. It's like bang your head on that brick. Boom. Do 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 do. Exactly. Yeah. It is cheat codes. I would love to speak um, Japanese. I think I think Japanese would be a great one. Why so? Why Japanese and not? I just feel like the Japan. Well, mainly for like Japan's got the scheme, right? Because Japanese people speak it. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> but I just feel like it's such a cultural difference, and there's a, it just seems to unlock a lot over there, as far as like social stuff and and getting amongst it like you do feel like you've, you're only scratching the surface somewhere like Japan because the culture's so different and yeah you're saying about the the people I know you've told me before like that they're so polite and they they do speak English but they don't think that they can speak it perfectly so they choose not to is that pretty true? much I think so yeah and there'll be always you know, it happens in a lot of countries where someone will spot you and then they'll come and practice their English on you. That's always annoying. Like, don't you think? <laughs> what do they go with? What's their it's opening like, line? Hello, what's your name? <laughs> My name is this. <laughs> it's like, do you remember uh, you and I were at the, some airport in Indonesia and all these kids kept coming up to us? Oh, yes, there's a school group. Yeah. And they were like riding. <laughs> oh, this was in Bima Airport on the way back from Lakey Peak. And you yeah. and I had just taken a Valium each and then the flight was delayed. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Sounds and I was born right? around. We were both just we both split. I was just I was in the gift shop staring at wooden dicks like with the uh, bottle openers on the, all these kids standing around me like, Hello, mister. <laughs> Hello. Where are you from? Hey, mister. <laughs> Where are you from? Yeah. Hello, mister. Where are you from? Whoa. What's with all the questions, kid? Back up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I came around Blow the corner up. and you were just surrounded by children just like what's going on here <laughs> well, I totally forgot about that take that them back the, I had to take, take them back <laughs> that's we're, in the Valium memories yeah that, <laughs> we've told the story on the pod before but tell it again we've travelled to this is like before the internet and people were telling us that the flight was really scary so you need sleeping pills to fly from Bali to Lakey Peak so your mate gave us some Valiums or something and who, then we, who was that someone some chick i don't know Some, oh i think it was rachel rachel walkerton that's who that was yeah Ooh, probably shouldn't have said her full name yeah it was like a collection of <laughs> pills she gave us anyway we fly to bali yeah. then we're going to get this flight to lakey peak on this little aircraft so we pop a couple of there were different ones we're not sure which was weird but we pop, pop a couple they're all of in one bottle she just yeah. put them in one bottle yeah. they're all different colors we're not not glorifying drug use here this is this was prescribed medicine just not by a doctor <laughs> <laughs> so then we fly we get on the plane we fly and it's just like p- blue sky perfect flight <laughs> we're just like completely like whacked out get a taxi out to Lakey Peak and it's like firing it's like six foot pumping All right, and it's most relaxed I've ever been about Big Surf it's like oh looks pretty sick out there <laughs> should we go surf <laughs> And then like, do the kilometre paddle out. And I reckon first wave, the set that came through, I snapped out of my Valium haze pretty quick. It's like, oh, fuck. It's quite heavy and big out here. 46. Uh, it's the, the good old days of um, of travelling. Indo's back. Indo's open. Yep, Indonesia. Long shoes in Indo at the moment, actually. Been scoring waves left, right and centre. 
all these sort of places. Apparently, it's pretty quiet out there. So, like, heads up, Perth. Time to fuck off to Indonesia so you can leave the camping spots a bit more free. Should we... For the rest of us that like to go camping. Should we go? Should we just go to Bali? That's the thing. We can back pack up and go to the Bali. I'm a, sign me up. I'll get the calendar out after this. I think May is looking free. Let's yep. do it. Yeah, man. I think we need to start booking some shit. I, the thing that's really got me frothing, I, I feel like Instagram surfing in New Zealand has blown up. And I don't know if it's just blown up for me because I look at it heaps, but like that's what I get fed. And I just more and more, I just want to go surfing in New Zealand. I know it's going to be cold. Uh, it's probably, apparently there's locals that shoot shotguns at you. But fuck, it looks good. You've been. It's like a, it's it's a skinny aunt, and it's offshore, somewhere every day. Every day. How can it not be good? And it's in the Southern Ocean, so it should get. Is it in the Southern Ocean or the um, Pacific? Uh, it's in the Dead Sea, I believe. I think that's the other hemisphere. I don't think so. I'm very confident New Zealand's in the Dead Sea. It's a famous for people, sea? yeah, going to float. In the in the heaviness, or is it the North Atlantic? <laughs> it could be the North Atlantic. No, no, it's in the Southern Ocean. <laughs> but I'm sure it like it must be my mind, Southern Ocean and the Pacific, right? Like, yeah. Well, I don't. Why do we ask questions like this? I think you know stuff, and you think I know stuff. But if I was expecting a more confident answer. And I, I gave mean, you, you were quite like, confident. The Dead Sea. Well, I know where the Southern Ocean is, right? Yeah, it's, it's the like southern bit. The southern bit. So if you want to like take a boat from Tassie to NZ, that's the Southern Ocean. Isn't that the Tasman Sea? That could be the Tasman Sea. Yeah, that's what's confusing. So if that's the Tasman Sea, then the Southern Ocean must be below that. You know what, man? It's all God's water. So I don't think we should be putting <laughs> labels on it. Yeah, I'm on board with that. <laughs> All right. Don't, la- don't label it. Because it's pretty stupid to have countries. Like Australia makes sense as a country because there's a clear boundary. It's the water. But yep. This is what Putin thinks. You're on his side. <laughs> this fucking border is stupid. It's man-made wow. border. Come on, man. We're all friends here. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah, fuck you, Putin. Um, Mate, so you, you're pro-invasion now. Is that what you're saying? That Europe... The United Nations, it should be... I don't want you to put words in my mouth, but all I'm saying is it doesn't make sense to draw boundaries on the land and it certainly doesn't make sense to draw boundaries on the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, you draw a line on the ocean, it's going to wash away really quick. So who's to say if it's the Dead Sea or the Tasman Sea? It's all God's water. You don't own the beach, man. (laughs) Have you seen the Raglan surf report clip where he uh, takes piss? Raglan surf report, Instagram, check him out. Okay, what's the guy's name? He looks... Uh, uh, Stephen Bradbury. Nah, that's the skater, Steve Hughes. Uh, yeah, good confidence though. Points for confidence. Um, anyway, he, he's an ex-pro surfer and he does a little skit where he, he goes to the shop and buys a bottle of water and he's like says to the bloke at the convenience store he's like so i own this bottle of water now it's like yeah that's yours so i can do whatever so it's it's only mine it's no one else's yeah that's yours and he goes right and it cuts to him and he's knee deep in the water at raglan and he's like pouring the bottle into raglan and he's like 
fuck off cunts it's my water <laughs> locals only <laughs> locals only i own this shit it's quite good yeah it's done well that's good like what percentage of the water has been through your body in the world do you think five percent maybe more i'd say most <laughs> yeah and like what is it there's a bullshit stat on i remember you know watching these outrageous um physics documentaries and, and where they like to talk about you know molecules and the carbon it's all all a big cycle and whatever and but apparently like obviously an oxygen uh atom atom is oxygen an atom yeah it is sure no oxygen is o2 because ozone is o3 so oxygen's a molecule but if like the oxygen molecule goes through your body you breathe it in you breathe it out you were breathing so much that we're breathing the same air that you know, Einstein breathed and the chances of us all breathing the same molecule going in and out of the lungs is incredibly high. It's like there's most mm. likelihood that you and Napoleon breathe in the same air. Do you think there's any air out there, any oxygen molecules that haven't been breathed by a human being? Yep. Okay. Trapped in ice cores in ah, Antarctica. Ah, the ice cores. I didn't think of yeah. that. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> And then the tree. We should get down there, get some fucking fresh oxygen. That's what. That's the next business idea. Fresh. Isn't that what our podcast is brought to? Brought to us this week by. Oh, that's right. We've got to do our sponsorship. Um, yeah, today's podcast is brought to you by Ice Core Oxygen. Um, if you are looking for a pick me up, you need to try Ice Core Oxygen. Um, head to icecoreoxygen.com/slash-one-o-t-w for a twenty percent discount on the Ice Core Oxygen. The oxygen from ice core oxygen is taken f- deep from the uh, ice in Antarctica. We actually drill down. They drill down. We don't, obviously. We just suck it. Uh, they pull out the ice cores and they uh, pull out the oxygen molecules, bottle it up, send it to your home. It's a sub- subscription base, so they'll send you enough oxygen to breathe um, Yeah, each month and you just suck it straight out of the ice core. Ice core oxygen. Ice core oxygen. If you want to be hardcore... You need to be breathing ice core oxygen for your next adventure. Get around it. Virginal breath oxygen. Uh, it's better for you. It's not been through Einstein's lungs. Uh, Might have been sucked yeah, on those by a caveman at some point, but it's good shit, man. Get on it. Icecoreoxygen.com slash 102W. Right on. Thanks for their continued sponsorship. We appreciate you. If you've got any sponsor, any businesses, out, ideas out there that you'd like, um, you know, sponsor the pod. Send us. Send them over. Next week's podcast is brought to you by shoes. In general. Just shoes. Just foot coverings. Yep. Not thongs. Soles and uppers. <laughs> What's the most uh, like <laughs> generic podcast, uh, generic sponsor you could have? Today's podcast is brought to you by... Walking. <laughs> it's brought to you by walking. Have walking. you walked today? Yeah. <laughs> Get up. Left Try foot, right foot. If you're doing the left foot and the right foot, you're walking. Um, get your walking subscription. Make sure you're not left and left. Keep yourself on track with walking. walking. Don't pay top dollar for other walking when you can get our walking on subscription. Only $9.99 a month for all the walking you can do. <laughs> Tips such as left, right, left, right. One foot in front of the other, repeat the process. 
sounds simple, but it's not. You might need help walking. A lot of people walking. like just walking. You know, a lot of people don't walk, and the idea of walking anywhere is like a difficult prospect. They're like, the people that get angry when they don't when you cut them off in the car park, or they're like, "Fuck!" and they're just driving around right near the entrance to Woolies, trying to get the car park when there's heaps free and it's a fifty meter walk. It's like it's a much more pleasant experience. You can get in. There's two parks next to you. Probably open the doors nice and wide. They, <laughs> they're the people that don't like walking. And yeah, hundred percent. I reckon there's a. Um, it should be more focus for sports teachers and things in schools, just to teach people to well walk, but also run better because it's the foundation of most sports, apart from the ones in water, that you need to walk, and like, and like walking properly and running properly, you know, to give you a good gait, to teach you your, your posture and all these sorts of things. Like I reckon. It, um, you just kind of do it. And if yeah. you've ever seen kids, they ran, run like full spanners, you know, like arms behind them sometimes, leaning forward. It's like if you could correct that kid from an early age, they'd be much yeah. better at Have you ever seen a, a girl run? Yeah, couple, yeah, plenty. Yeah. Girls run. Yeah, but what do they run like? Like they most of them like, like unicorns, like bouncy, real bouncy. <laughs> yeah, they run like girls. Yeah, look, I, no one ever taught me how to walk or run and I'm pretty sure I'm not that good at it. Um, on all reports, I'd walk a bit funny, but that's not my fault. I, I didn't have any walking sponsors when I was a kid. And, um, you know, it's not right. It's not right. Hey, have you been listening to any pods lately? New pods? Old pods? New musics? Uh, uh, so, I listened to Rage Against Machines' first album on the way to work the other day and I got too excited. I was like ready to kick the fucking door in when I came in through the front. So, if you need... Really? Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get excited, listen to Rage Against Machine. And then after a six-hour drive the other day, coming into Crescent Head from Sydney in the rain, I'd listen to a couple of podcasts. I can tell you what they were, but for the last bit, put on Nirvana and Nevermind from the start and... Rocked up to the Airbnb and kicked the front door in because I was that pumped up. <laughs> good. Two good albums. This, I've realised that the kids of today don't listen to albums because they're all, they've got all of the music, you know, they just listen to banger after banger. And like we, the only time we'd listen to banger after banger was like the Triple J Hottest 100 CDs or like So Fresh. Or a mixtape that you like, I used up. to burn CDs yeah. of mixes, yep. which was, you know... You used to give them to people. You give them to your mate. Because I've got, I've still got some from from Trav that he made. I'm pretty for sure me. I've got. Yeah, absolutely. But then the music was listened to as an album because you would mm. put a, I mean, a record or a tape, but mostly for our generation, CDs. You put it on, and then it would yeah. be annoying to skip to the next song because you'd have to stop the music, pull it out, put the next one on. I've been introducing bloke at work to listening to albums because it's like I'm telling him it's a journey. You know, you appreciate the songs. One of his favorite bands is Jet. And that, um, is it Get Born, that album? Yeah, big, four. big one that they put out. Yep. The big one. And some of the songs in the middle are real mellow on it. And, you know, it's a crescendo. They take you on a journey. They get you, they bring you down to bring you up. And like listening to that song on its own might not be that great. No. But in the context of an album, fantastic. Case and point. Local H, pack up the cats. Yes, if yes, not absolutely. I was thinking that, that already. You've got to listen to that album start to finish because every song is joined to the next one and every song a banger. 
And if you don't know who local local H are, you probably don't. They they're a, they're pretty obscure, but Pack Up the Cats is an album that must be listened to start to finish. From start I used to run to that album when I'd I'd hold the discman in my hand and I remember specifically running <laughs> just having hands big enough to get to get the discman in one hand, put the G Shock on there, um, so it wouldn't skip. And mm. I'd run and that album the first couple of songs really get you out of the gates and I think maybe like by song three or four, it would slow down and I was breathing ridiculously heavy because you'd been just increasing the tempo and like, oof, time to, time to slow down. So yeah, highly recommended. Can put we, that on the running let's, list. Let's keep that on mind and let's play that unless you've got a different song for the end of the pod. Let's, let's put it. I've a, got a different song. Okay. But um, All right. we should just put the entire album of Local H on. <laughs> we'll upload that as the next podcast. Next hey guys, uh, here is sit back. Local H, pack up the cats in its entirety. <laughs> I tell you, a podcast yeah. that I've been, I do listen to is called Song Exploder. I really like that. If you're into music and writing of music, they talk through like the making What's of a song, called? Song Exploder. So it's like how they wrote yep. the song and then how they recorded it. And you can sort of go back and find bands that you might be into. There's some that you might not be into, but <laughs> crack a beer. But the one that is. It really caught my attention was um, Nathaniel Ratliff. It's still all right. It's a fucking great song, and um, yeah, the song exploded pod. It's a good good gateway into that podcast. I think it's a Netflix series as well now, but it's better as a podcast. Yeah, I like that. The songs I've never heard of it. Might not um, be your kettle of fish, but it. You're a cre- creative young man. It might might actually, you might be into it. Yep. You consider Experiment yourself a bit all. of a musician. All sorts of tea. I'll have anything from a kettle mm-hmm. these days. Fish? Even fish. Even yeah. fish. A kettle of fish. That's yeah. a shit saying, isn't it? Is, yeah. Is anyone like, yeah, that's my kettle of fish. You know what I'm into? Boiled fish. Boiled Just the water, fish. throw the fish out. There's another what podcast sponsor. It's a fish kettle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's every... <laughs> If you haven't found your kettle of fish, you have now. <laughs> fish kettles. Big Kev's fish kettles. <laughs> uh, one time you and I went to a party in Melbourne. I think it was your mate Alan's house. I didn't really know anyone and was Alan. bored and you and I... I don't know. Alan? Alan. 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 Yeah. Alan. No, my- Alan and Alan. They're the same. Spelt differently. They are wh- but one's a chick and one's a guy. Yeah, but this... Uncovers Ellen. your speech impediment <laughs> around A's. Because we got in this argument once about how you say Mal. Mal. And, uh, well, you say M-E-O-W. You're Mal. saying Meow. And you say... <laughs> you, you say it wrong. Anyway, carry on. We're at Alan's house. Good bloke. Uh for a house party, I don't really know anyone. Uh, I ended up in the kitchen because you know there's always a kitchen party. At some point, you Best ended place up there. We're a bit late. We'd missed dinner, and I was like, "We should leave." But then I was a bit feeling a bit mischievous, and I um, the two leftover sausages, those like you know kind of four inch, real thick numbers, and they had this old school kettle with the the spout on it that was just like the exact same diameter as the sausage, and they looked like they just had to go together so I put these two remaining sausages in the kettle and then filled the kettle up with water making sure that someone would boil it in the morning Mm. and 
the, the prank that you don't see the punchline for is often the funniest because it gave me the giggles for the rest of the evening and then into the next day. I yeah. wonder what happened. And you never see the, the, the fruits of your loins. Is that... Yeah, uh, that, labor. Fruits of your labor. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that would have been a, a terrible cup of coffee or tea. Yeah, but it's like um, there's good pranks out there that, that you'll never know. You just have to promise yourself that it's going to be good. Like an upper decker. Like, yeah. Something like, like that. And have you ever done one? Do people actually do that? I'm sure they've done them. I've never done one. Um, it's a horrible. I'd love to do one. Yeah, I'd like to do an upper decker. Um, hey, I've got... Um, a segment, you've got the, the jingle for it, was yep. Invents. What was the jingle? I've forgotten it. Um, I invented a straw, a type of straw the other day. Yep, keep your straw thing to yourself. Was Invents. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, all right, I've got three inventions. I'm not going to go them all, so it's one, two, or three. In no particular order, you pick. Okay, yep. Which one do you want? Yes. I'm only going to give you one. Uh, one it is then. All right. Telstra priority, right? So, you know how you can uh, board the plane. It's like priority boarding, gold class members, you get on the plane Which has gone out the fucking window post-COVID, by the way. Here I am with my gold Qantas and there's no fucking line to where I can pass all these freaking commoners. You just got to line up with everyone. What the fuck, Qantas? What's happened? Anyway, carry on. But yeah, so it's, it's you know, priority boarding, but it's priority data priority phone calls you know you're at a footy game yes it's busy at a music festival it's busy everyone's cramming it or you're in Torquay during school holidays or a public holiday and everybody wants to bloody live in Torquay so it's called Telstra priority you pay a little bit extra but you are guaranteed your priority into the data somebody gets kicked off their phone call if you're not in there first. So it's like okay you've got 5G 5G's great but now every motherfucker's on 5G yeah Telstra priority, you're front of the queue. You charge an extra 10 bucks a month, whatever it might be. Yep. Telstra priority. How simple is that as a so business model? Do you know that Telstra already do this model um, through what you pay for? So I use Boost Mobile, which is technically Telstra, yep. but it's like yep. low tier. I'm a lowly Telstra customer. So you get access before me. But you're saying you there's probably too many Telstra customers in this priority one. So you pay... To be the yep. top dog, so when you're camping, when there's only one tower, or there's a fucking yep. ten thousand people at a music festival, you you get it. And I think emergency Just calls as well. If you like, if you ahead pay, of them. you go you go ahead of the emergency calls. Ahead of them, yeah, yep, exactly. It's what you pay for, and that's you get what you pay for. And like you know, if we live in a capitalist society, what well, the capitalists should be able to flex their capitalist muscles. In every, and if, look, it's, if anything, it's just good for Telstra because eventually everybody's going to want Telstra Premium or Telstra Priority. Yeah, there's nothing more to yeah. say that Australia is going straight to communism than the fact that emergency calls are free. Like, it's wrong, <laughs> and we're going yeah, slippery, slippery slope. They should just flip a coin for elections. Um, look, I'm pro democracy, but um, fucking anti politics. Just give it up. Do we even care? Oh, Australia, we need a change. Put Kevin Rudd in. Oh, I'm going to fucking sign Kyoto. I like to vote speak a bit against, of against the people who are loudest on Facebook because I don't care really about policies. Yep. I don't care. Like Scott Morrison, everyone seems to hate him, but I'm sure they, you know, he plays the, the, the freaking banjo, whatever. I don't care. 
But um, if I see people on Facebook are ranting about Scott Morrison, it makes me want to vote for him. It's like, oh, he's yep. horrible. He's killing... Um, koalas. Koalas. <laughs> and, and yeah, and the floods. He made the floods happen. All this stuff. It's yeah, like, he's, he believes in Noah or he believes in... Yeah, yeah, of course he made the floods happen. You know, it's repentance. The more it's I hear, <laughs> the more I just think I'm voting for ScoMo because... I get him in again. Get him in again. Get him around. Yeah. Piss, yeah. piss these people off a bit more. I don't care. Like, it makes no difference. Pipe down for four years. Yeah. You know? So, vote one, Scott Morrison this year. We're a right-wing podcast today. Are we? Today. Why is this the... This is the other thing. Oh, he's left. He's right. It's like, let's be honest. Everybody's quite in the centre. You're a, you're a speck of the left and a speck of the right because it's in your interest to be pretty much the same views. Otherwise, like no one's got some real left field views, do they? No one's like, you know what? I think communism's a good idea. Yeah. I th- I, I'm on the fence about communism because working hard, you get more money and all that. But fuck, man, working takes it out of you. Like if you're a communist, can we just like, can you just relax a bit more? Do you reckon? Like, do you get enough yeah, to get for pet- mediocrity? Yeah, I'm starting to think that maybe that is the way to go. There's a, um, you know, the the fastest uh, growing middle class, so people moving out of out of the lower class and poverty is in China. They're, you know, people are moving up. It doesn't sound like a bad thing. No. All these um, ranty people on Facebook, you know, right down the bottom there, the ones that aren't working that are like oh let's just spend our time protesting they they yep. should be all about it you won't have to work anymore i'm all for it and then uh, to your point that you know most people are in the middle i think you're right i think i think most people are in the middle um the thing that is weird about australia is like right wing left left wing is like more liberal but our liberal party is more right wing is that why do we have to have wings? I don't I, I don't know. Like, where are we going? What is this? Cuz we're flying. Are we a plane? Are we a mansion? Are we a big like are we a hospital? What is this country? I've got an our invention. Parties need to be on wings. I have an invention to just complete. I'll take it. So there's been some floods, right? And like the supermarkets an get arc. flooded. An ark. We're going to build a big ark. <laughs> I know arc. this one. We need <laughs> One of each animal, two of each animals, male and female, except for the um, the animals that can fuck themselves. Um, yeah, or the have... ones that uh, ref- that uh, identify as they, there, and them. Which are we don't the... need that one. We the need a man, hermaphrodite ones, <laughs> like a jellyfish. Yeah. No, no. So, picture this. Let's t- like for a a supermarket, for example, you have four massive steel beams in each corner. Right, yep. and you, you could have a basement car park under that or not. And then you've got stilts, the stilts. But the the supermarket sits down the bottom and is sort of attached in each corner and locked in place. And the supermarket, the bottom, is shaped like a boat, like an ark. Now, <laughs> and this could be done on a smaller scale, like a house. But essentially, it's yep. four big steel things. They go deep into the ground. You've got these loops that loop around them in the corner and then you've got a boat-shaped bottom and they're locked in place. When you know the flood's coming, you go and unlock each corner, you seal up your doors and windows 
you probably don't even need to seal that up to be honest you just lock it in place and then as the water rises you rise up but you stay attached to your corner poles it's yep and then it sinks back down like a like a four point hoist in a mechanic workshop yeah and they just sit there a and rising just, tide lifts all all houses and woolies yeah. yeah and then when it comes back down you might have to pump water out of the underground car park underneath it but then you just lock it back in place and you don't even have to like fuck with anything inside it's all fine and no hydraulics because it's lifted by the water because it floats no. You might need to like grease it, grease the pole every now and then. Yep. But a little greasing. Yeah, I think you need to have like a really smooth action in the yep. corners. But I think it's basic engineering. Well, I don't know if you need a smooth action because you could just it could be loose ring. You know, it could move back and forth. You know, a bit of wobble, kind of like the um, uh, like they do. You know, the the piers or the jetties that that float around, move up and down against the pole because they have those those floating jetties. Yep, as long as when it goes back down, it lands in the right spot. So you need something to guide no. it back into place so you can lock it back in. Yeah, of course you do. The pole will get thicker at the bottom. Yeah, and that's the future. With climate yeah. change, everyone's worried about carbon. And yeah. I like, it turns out we're not going to stop doing the carbon thing. We tried, um, no one wants to do it. Um, it's too hard. It turns out we like we like Bitcoin more. Yeah. And um, we, like- we need to, now our currency, which was made of trees... And then we change it to cotton is now made of fucking electricity. We're just going to make it. We're going to make it up. We're making it out of electricity and um, black balloons into the atmosphere. Fuck it. Keep burning more coal. You, yeah. You found no, something We're nailing climate change, aren't we? The fucking hell. Oh, climate change. Oh, we've got to use less energy. What about a digital currency that uses heaps of energy? Yeah, what about... Yeah, that sounds sick. We literally use energy as currency. <laughs> Yeah, and instead of people going into the office, let's make the office digital and we'll put it on the internet. So we'll use more electricity. More electricity. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but that, the, 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 the electricity is fine. We just need to harness it from the sun and the wind and the tide. And, you know, ironically... We're, we're not doing the, it very well at the moment. But the more we make climate change, like solar's out, but we get all these floods, surely that can be made into bitcoin somehow like and like <laughs> all these cyclones <laughs> surely we can be harvesting bitcoin from a cyclone like how do you i can imagine all these like tech tech dudes in pirate ships just racing like storm chasing <laughs> to capture the wind to create bitcoin and they're like it's like the booty ching, the, ching. <laughs> they're just running around like mario when he goes yeah. down the pipe collecting the coins like the pirate, it's pirate booty of the of the year 2022, chasing storms, harnessing the wind, getting your Bitcoin. What are we talking about? Uh, changing the world, one, one dichotomy at a time. Well, it's probably a good time to wrap it up then. You got anything else you want to throw in the mix? Any other inventions? No, I don't have anything. Um, not at all. I think that's good. I think... Thanks for the chit chats. You said you've got a song that you want to listen to. Is it a good one? Uh, it's a song that got me frothing and excited for adventures for no particular reason. I can't remember area, any of the lyrics. Um, you, just you, really enjoyed it. Do you recently. know the name of it? it? it yeah, it's Groove Armada. Ooh. At the River. Right on. Do you know that tune? I don't. It's not ringing any bells, but I'm sure once it once it starts spinning. Oh no. 
Let's think uh, think driving down the road. Let me tee it up. You know, you, you've got a long drive ahead of you, so you don't want to get too frothing for the road trip, but it's um, it's just going to take you on a journey. And I want everybody now that travels on, get this in their ears because we're back, baby. We're going places. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Check us out on Instagram, at one of the wood. Send us a DM. If you want some T-shirts and stuff, send us a DM. Um, get around Geordie Bay Brewing Co. And this Thank- is Groove Armada at the River Huru. Thanks for listening.